Hey guys, it has been a while since I read out some articles, so that's exactly what I'm going to do for you today. The podcast, as you might have noticed, is sporadic to say the least. This is purely because it takes an awful lot of time on my part, about a full day to put one episode together when you factor everything in. And right now, unfortunately, that's just time I can't justify. I wish I could, but I have to focus on what pays the bills first. In other news, I'm excited to let you know the Free Your Mind from Anxiety program has had a major makeover. It now contains more content and structure, and it's no longer tiered. Um, It's a monthly plan to make it more accessible for everybody right now to celebrate the relaunch. You get everything for just $14.99 per month. So if you are anxious or stressed or overwhelmed, and you're looking for support, guidance, and lessons, and of course accountability, I highly encourage you to check it out. It could very well change your life. And if you have reservations, just ask yourself, what if just one thing I learn, one strategy, one tool, gives me a new perspective and changes everything for my future? All it will cost you is the price of three cups of coffee to find out. To find out more, you can simply go to nickycullen.com forward slash anxiety dash program or it will be linked in the show notes. And with that, I'm going to shut up and uh, sing or read you one of my lullabies. Now we're moving on to the eighth deadly sin or the indoctrination of it. It is judgment. And this was published on February 4, 2020. This is my third in a row, so I'm starting to get hoarse. I might sound like I have the coronavirus. Probably should drink some water also. Mortal sins are considered mortal, that is deadly, because they diminish the quality of love inside one's heart. Ain't that a bitch? On that note, I would suggest immortalizing judgment as the eighth deadly sin, because when it comes to diminishing the quality of love in one's heart, this puppy is ablaze. Of course we all judge, that's not up for negotiation. Here's an example of how a less enlightened person than I judges. And this is a quote. Spiritual business owners are some of the most full of shit people on the planet. Not all, but per capita or whatever, they'd be right up there with the life coaches. Anonymous. I also judge. I can't help myself. In some ways it fuels me, but it certainly doesn't serve me. One definition of judgment reads, a misfortune or calamity viewed as divine as a divine punishment. I've no clue what that means, but it sounds biblical, so let's just run with it. Another definition reads, the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. Now that's ironic, considering how senseless our judgments can be. Here's the NC dictionary definition. Putting others down to cover up one's insecurities to provide one with a momentary false sense of worth. Basically, being a prick, but it would be wrong to include that in the definition. This type of judgment, which occurs on and offline, is out of control online, which, to be fair, would have been a bold prediction in biblical times and incredible foresight. Common sections are assessed... Common sections are a cesspool where pissed off people parlay their insecurities and use them as a means to ridicule and put down others. Also, they can feel better about themselves. You judge, I judge. 
Our brains are wired for judgment so we can better navigate life. That's not the problem. Excessive and sinister judgment is. Not for others, for us, for you. Because you diminish the quality of love in your heart and in doing so fuel feelings of inadequacy, anxiety and unhappiness, to name just but a few. A microscopic look at online judgment. Before I deleted my Instagram, I followed an influencer who was big on compassion and doing the work. And also, perhaps unknowingly, judging those who followed a different playbook. The post sparked controversy. The post sparked controversy, and the controversy kept me entertained, munching on my popcorn while reading the backlash in the comments section all the while judging. Everything was around inner work. Don't get fake tits, do the work. Don't get Botox, do the work. If you drink regularly or smoke, you're an addict and you need to do the work. People got pissed. Some of the insults you wouldn't hear at a face off of Conor McGregor. It was a judgmental merry-go-round where everyone was seeking validation for themselves, their values and beliefs. And it doesn't, nor would it ever work. I'm actually laughing as I type this because, well, I'm not laughing and I'm reading it, but I was at the time, because ironically, that validation can only ever come from doing the work. And that can be a massive pain in the ass, even more so than splashing out on a new pair of knockers, which, by the way, I'm not knocking, each to their own. Do what makes you feel good. What the fuck does any of it matter at the end of the day anyway? So maybe the work is working on your judgment. I would argue judgment is one of the primary reasons so many are so unhappy with both themselves and the world. We grow up seeing people ridiculed in the media. We experience ridicule and then we succumb to the temptation to ridicule others. Can't you see it? God damn it. We're being conditioned to judge. That's what the vultures are doing to us. They're pinning us against each other and we're rewarding them for doing so. Our judgment feeds others' insecurities as much as our own. In terms of a prophecy, this is a two-way streak with a revolving trapdoor. We're judged, so we judge. It becomes a vicious cycle, a cycle from which we must break free. Not because other people aren't idiots, idiot, because it's diminishing the quality of love in your heart. And I don't care how tough you are, your life will be better once you increase your capacity for that shit. The happiest people I know don't judge. They judge a little because we all do, but their judgment is trumped by their empathy, compassion, gratitude and inner peace. The bastards. They have a healthy relationship with judgment. It's a virtue, not a sin. So let's take a look at how you can become more virtuous in your judgment. Number one, remove yourself from temptation. Make no mistake about it. If you've been habitually judging people for years, in spite of it negatively impacting your quality of life, you're not going to wake up in the morning and just stop. This requires work, so you might want to take a break from those environments that tempt you the most and bring out the worst in you. A digital detox is probably not the worst idea. Basically, keep a safe distance from those that piss you off and trigger your judgment gene. Two, lean heavy on your empathy. 
While we have been born with love in our hearts, we've been conditioned otherwise. We've been conditioned for war, for hate and for outrage. So that's how we live. This is going to sound very enlightened, but most people similar to you are trying to make the most of their time here. Cut them a little slack when you find yourself judging, regardless of how you perceive them. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. We're all completely clueless and we all have hidden demons. So the next time you find yourself judging someone to make you feel better, try to remind yourself of that. And of the fact the only person you're really hurting is yourself. Then ride off into the light of enlightenment. Create better awareness. That's three. This is three. You'll be shocked by just how much time you spend judging others. Much of this you are likely to find in the unconscious mind because you've not woken up yet like me. Just kidding. So you're going to have to pay attention. Pay attention to how much you judge. Pay attention to how it makes you feel. And pay attention to how much better you begin to feel when you make a concerted effort to judge less and love more. Christ, I'm starting to sound more like the Buddha every day. Remember, if someone is judging you, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about their model of the world. It's entitlement and insecurity because they want to see something else when they look in the mirror. And yet they're not willing to look or confront or change their ways. It's theirs. It's their sin, not yours. You could choose virtue. As meditation and mindful expert Andy Puttakam or whatever once said, not judging is a gift we can give to others. So be more like Andy and me. Kidding again. All my love and gratitude. May your struggles become undone and may the universe deliver you that battleship and billions of dollars you so desperately deserve while the rest of the world starves. You prick. Just kidding. Baby steps. Baby steps. Again, thank you so much for listening. Um, I won't even ask for a review after that comment. Take care.